Hi, this is Kendall Boyson, professional life and recovery coach, and you're listening to Encouragementology, the practice of instilling hope. Hi there. Thanks for joining me. On this show, we're going to stay flexible, gently planting a foot to pivot so that we can easily embrace change. The only thing that seems consistent is change. How do you deal with your ever-evolving life? I believe certain seasons are prone to unfolding in due time and others see rapid change that may seem overwhelming and impossible to keep up with. What season are you currently in? Are you holding on for dear life or are you pushing your ideas up the side of a mountain? No matter where you find yourself, it's important to stay flexible in your thinking. It's all too easy to get rooted in one thought track that can narrow your view and limit your possibilities. There's more to learn as you connect and open your mind and heart. Do you find yourself thinking and sounding like your parents? I'm sure at one point during your rebellious teenage years, you said the words, shoot me if I ever sound like my mother. (laughs) Only to find yourself relating to the world in some of the same ways. That's because much of your thinking, ideas, and rituals came from your parents during your formative years. One survey stated that 75% of life lessons are introduced by a parent. Can you think of a time when you challenged that way of thinking? How have you grown as you've been introduced to new people, places, and experiences? Today, we're bombarded with content, voices, strong opinions, ideas, and suggestions. How do you discern and learn? Have you ever heard of the term cognitive flexibility? Cognitive flexibility is an intrinsic property of a cognitive system often associated with the mental ability to adjust its activity and content switch between different task rules and corresponding behavioral responses, maintain multiple concepts simultaneously, and shift internal attention between them. Let's learn more. Marianne Stinger shows us seven ways to develop cognitive flexibility found at InformEd. Cognitive flexibility refers to our ability to disengage from one task and respond to another or think about multiple concepts at the same time. Someone who is cognitively flexible will be able to learn more quickly, solve problems more creatively, and adapt and respond to new situations more effectively, which is why it's so important in both educational settings and the workplace. According to a 2016 report from the World Economic Forum, that looked at the future of jobs across nine different industries in 15 of the world's largest economies, employers will soon be placing more emphasis on cognitive abilities like creativity and adaptability. So whether you're a student or working professional, building your cognitive flexibility is a great way to develop professionally and keep up with the ever-changing work environment of the future. One of the best ways to become more cognitively flexible is to expose yourself to new experiences and ways of doing things. But if you're not sure where to start, here are a few ideas. Alter your everyday routine. 
If you're looking for a simple way to start building your flexibility, you can start by changing up your routine and doing everyday things differently. For instance, if you're accustomed to taking the same route to work each day, look for a different route or consider taking a bus or another mode of transportation. If you usually get up to exercise at the same time every morning or go to the gym, change things up, maybe running in the park or going for a bike ride. Even making the smallest of changes, like sitting at a new spot at the dinner table or using your left hand to brush your teeth instead of your right, can help you build and strengthen new neural pathways. Seek out new experiences. Each time you experience something out of the ordinary or learn something new, the brain creates a new synaptic connection. New and interesting experiences have also been shown to trigger the release of dopamine, which not only increases motivation, but also enhances memory and learning. So going out of your way to experience new things or engage in novel activities can go a long way towards helping you develop cognitive flexibility. This might mean traveling to another country or volunteering in a new industry, but it could also take the form of activities like learning a new language or musical instrument, taking a dance class, or even exploring a part of the town you're not familiar with. Practice thinking creatively. Another way to build cognitive flexibility is to make an effort to think in unconventional and creative ways or practice divergent thinking. One study by psychologist Dr. Robert Steinberg showed that when students were taught to think in both creative and practical ways, not only did their grades improve, but they also were able to transfer the knowledge they gained to entirely different areas of learning. Divergent thinking usually occurs in a spontaneous and free-flowing manner and involves thinking in terms of unlimited possibilities rather than a limited set of choices. Don't take the easy way. These days, we have technology and apps that make our lives easier in countless ways, from spell check and autocorrect to GPS. But the truth is that making things easier for ourselves isn't always the best thing for our cognitive flexibility. Research shows that introducing so-called desirable difficulties can lead to deeper learning. So by making a point of not always choosing the easiest way of doing things, you can keep your mind sharp and even learn through your everyday experiences. For instance, if you're driving to an area you're not familiar with, Try to navigate your way using a map and asking for directions rather than using your GPS. Or instead of reaching for your phone the minute you need to make a calculation, grab a pen and paper and do it the old-fashioned way. Go out of your way to meet new people. Meeting people from different cultures and walks of life whose perspectives and viewpoints are likely to differ from your own can help you to be less rigid in your way of thinking and accept that there may be more than one right way of looking at things. Research shows that people who are exposed to situations that challenge their ideas about what's right and wrong tend to have a greater cognitive flexibility. One study in particular found that college students who had been exposed to diversity and cultural differences were more likely to have reached an advanced stage of moral reasoning. 
So make an effort to meet people outside of your normal social circles, whether that means traveling abroad, volunteering, teaching, or connecting with people in other outlets. Transfer your learning. Learning to transfer what you've learned in one context into a new context can be a great exercise in cognitive flexibility because it forces you to form new connections between previously unconnected networks of knowledge and think more creatively. Without the ability to transfer skills and knowledge to new contexts, your learning won't have as great of an impact. For instance, one study found that although street children were able to perform complex mathematical calculations when selling their wares, they weren't able to answer equivalent problems that were presented to them in a school context. If you want to develop your ability to transfer knowledge, research shows that explaining a new concept in your own words not only helps you identify any incorrect assumptions, but also helps you to generalize a concept for future application. Once you're sure you understand the concept, you can look for ways to apply it in real-world situations. Challenge your morals. Research shows that seeking out experiences that test your morals and expose you to a variety of beliefs, values, and expectations can give you a better understanding of culturally different perspectives and help you become more flexible in your thinking. Even if you don't necessarily agree with someone's point of view or belief system, being cognitively flexible means you'll be able to think about why they might see things the way that they do and understand their point of view. This ability will make it easier for you to communicate with people, resolve conflicts, and adapt your thinking to various situations. Of course, travel is one way to challenge your way of thinking, but even just reading about moral dilemmas and thinking about them critically can help you develop in this area. Just remember, the more you go out of your way to do things differently, engage in new experiences, and interact with different people, the more flexible your thinking will become. Do you find comfort in routine? I do. I wouldn't say I'm a creature of habit because that sounds like someone who's resistant to change and just does it one way because that's how they've always done it. I'm more of a creature of convenience. Routines are easy and predictable, but before you know it, they can kind of rule your life. Why go against the grain when it's easier floating along with the current? Are you ready for a change? Well, before you jump in with both feet only to get spun around and end up in the same spot, it's time you get your mind right. Polly Campbell shares five exercises to foster flexible thinking found at Gaiam.com. Mention flexibility and most of us think of yoga poses or Pilates positions instead of our thoughts. But what if we could also use a flexible mindset to promote good health and well-being in our bodies and our brains? With practice and awareness, we can develop an agile mind that will elevate our experience and help us live more resilient, creative, and happy lives. Mental agility can enable us to more fruitfully and effectively pursue both individual and group goals. This comes from Dr. Wilma Kutstahl, psychologist at the University of Minnesota and the author of the forthcoming book, The Agile Mind. 
It can enable us to be more effective problem solvers and problem finders, helping to foster creativity and innovation and allowing us to identify and realize promising opportunities. Mental flexibility is really about adaptability and our ability to shift our thoughts between the abstract and specific in order to respond effectively to any given situation. Rigid black and white thinking can help to eliminate some stress-producing details. This comes from Dr. Eric Maisel, author of Brainstorm, Harnessing the Power of Productive Obsessions and numerous other books. But that doesn't make us deep thinkers or creative. It doesn't allow us to deal with problems easily when they arrive. Rigid thinking does help us make quick decisions about things, but it isn't suited to help us with our lifestyle. A moral agile mindset allows us to evaluate and adjust to the different jobs, roles, and responsibilities we have each day. Sometimes it works to be more rigid, to follow specific rules, Sometimes it's better to be more open and loose. Mental agility is also related to our perceptions, emotions, actions, and motivations. A change of environment, attitude, or behavior will also influence how we think. When we're feeling happy or optimistic, for example, we tend toward broad and inclusive thinking. Fear narrows our focus down to specific details. When we're able to make that mental shift without remaining stuck in a particular mindset, we're demonstrating mental flexibility. You know, we all vary in how mentally agile we are from moment to moment and day to day. Sometimes we can be very flexible, but other times we can get surprisingly stuck and become quite rigid or impervious to information that we really should take into account. A flexible mindset moves us away from limiting thought patterns to a place of openness and possibility. In those moments, when you're feeling stuck, worn out by the regular routine, or caught in old habits and repetitive patterns, you can adapt your thinking and behavior in a way that will inspire you and boost your resilience and your chance at success. So how do you develop an agile mind? While some people have an innate temperament toward mental agility, all of us are somewhat mentally flexible. With awareness and practice, we can become even better at it, says Kutstal and Maisel. So here are five brain exercises to help you do just that. Number one, change the context. Take a vacation. Take a walk around the block. Take a coffee break. Change the context of your environment and you'll feel your mind shift. Exercise offers another great mental boost. Number two, try something new. Learn to dance. Pick up a new language or cook a new recipe. In a study led by Kutstal, older adults who participated in a variety of novel and stimulating activities over a three-month period showed a significant gain in creativity, problem-solving abilities, and other markers of fluid intelligence when compared to the control group. Mental flexibility is aided by novelty, and that contributes to brain growth and development throughout a lifetime. Number three, question your thoughts and words. 
Become aware of what you're thinking and saying. Don't attach or lock into one way of thinking. Also, notice your language. Dispute those thoughts and words that don't serve you. Then substitute them with more productive ideas and phrases. Number four, plan to be spontaneous. Change up your regular routine. If you're like Kutstal and take an evening walk, occasionally venture along a new route. Once in a while, alter the order of your day. And number five, mix up the way you think. Innovative and creative ideas often arise after periods of both focused thought and diffused attention. So allow time to concentrate on projects or challenges both in a deliberate manner and in an unfocused way while you're doing something else. These tips will not only help your brain to bend, leaving you feeling more resilient and creative, but you'll also be on track toward your loftiest goals. Mental flexibility is not arbitrary or whimsical. It's grounded by our goals and aspirations and a balance between control and spontaneity. When we're mentally agile, we do pursue goals, but those goals may sometimes be changed or modified as we learn about a situation and what's possible. How about shut down some tabs, play a game on your phone, listen to a relaxing song, walk on the treadmill, and have some tea. I work from home, and I'm on my computer all day. Hi. My name is Kendall, and I'm being programmed to juggle more than my brain cells are comfortable handling. But that doesn't matter. Adapt or be left behind. At least that's what the tech companies would like you to believe. Don't get me wrong. I'm able to talk to and conduct business with people all over the U.S. from my desk at home, which is pretty incredible. But our lives are screaming for a healthy balance in all things. Are you too enabled by technology to find a new way forward? Are you imagining the outcome instead of the experience? Is your brain begging you for a break? With change comes the transition. At soulsalt.com, I found the information on embracing change, moving forward through a major transition. With the right strategies, you can begin embracing change and building the life you've always dreamed of. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, not in his goals, but in his transitions, man is great. If you were to bake a cake, what's the first thing that you picture? Perhaps you imagine the cake itself, a yummy tower of chocolate with rich buttercream icing on top. At least that's what I do. When setting out to accomplish something, like baking a cake, we often think in terms of the outcome. Instead of savoring the experience of preparing the cake, we create expectations of the end product, missing out on enjoying the process. We often look at our goals in life the same way. Whether we want to make a big change or a change happens to us, we visualize the outcome. We set expectations. But this way of thinking can make it difficult to navigate through change. After all, making a big change in life doesn't happen overnight. The road to achievement comes with all sorts of twists and turns and dead ends. 
people often become so obsessed with the expectations, they feel disappointed or are quick to give up when things don't go perfectly. And let's face it, life never goes as planned. While it's certainly helpful to set goals, fixating too much on the end result means missing out on opportunities for personal development, growth, and even having a little fun along the way. That's why embracing change is so important. Although you can't predict the future, you can learn to navigate transitions, how to prioritize your life more effectively, and how to become more resilient along the way. Although it's impossible to predict the future, understanding what to expect, you can have a better idea of how to manage the uncertainties that come along the way with change. The William Bridges Transitional Model provides a roadmap through the emotional landscape of change. The model identifies three phases, ending what currently is, the transition zone, and the new beginning. The beginning of change is also the end of something. That's why the first stage is called ending what currently is. Whether a relationship changes or a job ends, we often find ourselves at a moment when a phase of life comes to an end. It feels a lot like the ending of a chapter in a book. Change isn't easy. When something shifts, a lot of different emotions can come up. It can feel confusing, stressful, or just plain scary. You can experience sadness or a bit of numbness. You may even feel excitement for the new beginning that you're moving toward. Then you have the transition zone. As you move from the ending, you'll find yourself in a transition period or the neutral zone. You haven't quite ended the ending. You haven't quite started the beginning. In between a period of change, it takes time for the transition to occur. During the transition zone, you can feel a lot of mixed emotions. It can feel confusing, frightening, and overwhelming. You may feel self-doubt, unbalanced, lost, or numb. But guess what? That's completely normal. Uncertainty is a neutral part of any adjustment period. When you realize that, you can accept some of the uncomfortable feelings that arise during the transition process. Knowing that with resilience and patience, you'll come out on the other side stronger than before. Then you get to the new beginning. Finally, you make it through the transition period. You embark on a new beginning. Yes, you may feel some of the pings from the ending. You might notice some of the numbness from the transition zone. But at this point, you'll start to get your footing. As you progress, this new chapter in your life will feel more comfortable. Congratulations, you've successfully made it through the difficult transition period. The change is complete. Navigating transitions isn't easy. Sometimes it's downright scary. But just like anything in life, even the difficult times will pass. Embracing change means you see adversity as an opportunity. Embracing change means you want to try new things, be adventurous, or improve yourself. To embrace change, you need to see things in a positive light and to know you have the ability to do anything. Having the right perspective, 
embracing change becomes easier. In fact, here are six strategies that will help you navigate the uncertainty of transition and even embrace the full spectrum of challenges in the neutral zone. Number one, take risks. Remember that even though change isn't easy, life is too short to stay stuck in your comfort zone. When you have a big dream in mind, you have to stick your neck out there if you want to build the life you've always wanted. So have a little courage and be patient with yourself. Although scary at first, small steps over time can lead to huge changes. In other words, be willing to step out of familiar routines and step into something new. Even if it doesn't work out, you'll grow and build confidence as you tackle new challenges along the way. Number two, have a coach or mentor. Embracing change isn't easy, but you don't have to go through it alone. A coach or mentor on your team can guide you and keep things in perspective. You may get stuck in your head sometimes and need a sounding board to express challenges and bounce ideas. They can help you recognize the limited thought patterns that can prevent you from reaching your new beginning. You'll have a cheerleader on the sidelines, helping you stay motivated even when things don't go your way. There are plenty of accessible ways to get support and encouragement, even if you don't have the bandwidth to invest in personal coaching or find a formal mentor. Find a group. Connect with people who would like to pour into you and help carry some of the burden while they encourage you to reach your goals. Number three, keep creating. Creative activities make you happy, healthy, and smarter. Make some time to express yourself through drawing, gardening, fencing, or whatever you enjoy. Exercising your creativity enables you to release the uncomfortable emotions experienced during change in a healthy way. It'll keep your mind sharp too. The internal pathways will stay fluid by continually having your creative juices flowing. This will give you fuel for finding innovative approaches through new, unfamiliar waters. You may even discover new passions along the way. Number four, keep learning. Growth often comes with its fair share of discomfort. They don't call them growing pains for anything. Even when things get tough, approach change as a learning opportunity. Allow yourself to discover. Challenge your assumptions. Embracing change requires that you keep an open mind. Stay in the mode of taking in all the new information. If you hold on too much to what you know, you'll stay stuck. When willing to discover as you grow and experiment, eventually you'll find the right path. Number five, don't give up, persist. When we set goals for ourselves, we tend to have a lot more motivation in the beginning. But change isn't linear. You may experience failures and missteps that make it difficult to stay driven throughout the transition process. Plus, our most precious pursuits don't happen overnight. It takes hard work and persistence to make some of those big dreams a reality. When results don't happen as quickly as you would like, or when nothing goes right, don't give up. You can't rush the transition period. Remember, it's normal to feel frustrated, to doubt yourself, and to face resistance in the neutral zone. 
Be patient with yourself. Keep trying, keep moving, keep going. You'll reach your goals eventually. And number six, pay attention to your thoughts. Have you ever noticed that when you find a car you really, really like, that you start to see that exact make and model everywhere? It's on the freeway. You see it passing by when you're at the stoplight. You don't realize how many there are on the road until you decide you like it. That's your RAS, or Reticular Affirmation System. It's working all the time, even without you realizing it. Its main job is to mediate behavior. It notices things for you that you're interested in. So what does your RAS have to do with embracing change? Like a biohack, you can even use neuroscience to empower yourself and embrace change. It will help you to get to the next level more effectively, efficiently, and scientifically. It takes time to make a change. If we're going to do it successfully, we have to do less of old patterns and more of the habits we're trying to move towards. That all begins with your thoughts. As we shift our neurochemistry and thought patterns, then we can begin to shift our behaviors. Let's say, for example, you notice that self-criticism is holding you back from taking steps forward towards your new beginning. To change this, you have to first notice when it's happening. Carry around a notebook or use a note-taking app on your phone. Every time you notice yourself being critical, jot it down. Continue with this for three to seven days. You will raise your awareness about how critical you are, what situations trigger self-criticism, and some of the common thoughts you have when judging yourself. Then the following week, each time you take a note of yourself being critical, write a love note to yourself. Make a positive affirmation. Reframe and redirect those thoughts into something positive and useful. Shift the pattern. Increasing awareness of your thoughts and emotions is also how to tap into your intuition to find the best path forward. Don't let change break you. Let it make you. Making big changes isn't easy, but learning to navigate the process is something anyone can do with time, patience, and support. Embracing change is an important life skill that can bring growth and help you build a life of purpose and fulfillment. The reality is, whether we embrace it or not, change is inevitable. How do you want to handle it? It's important to gain perspective so that you can determine the level of priority. Is this a major change that will impact my livelihood, family, and pursuit of happiness? Or is this just a challenge that needs dealing with? I think I've said this before, but I so respect my father's way of handling the relentless deterioration of his disease, Parkinson's and dementia. When he would ready himself for another doctor's visit and evaluation, he would say, well, let's go see what we're dealing with. Even though I'm sure he was scared, there was this flexible thinking and openness that I truly admired. On the Pursuit of Wonder YouTube channel, I found why we are all afraid of change, overcoming fear and resistance. Let's take a listen. Everything on the surface of life changes. Everything you can perceive and sense changes in some way at some point. This may sound dismal, but it is not. 
Change is not something to be afraid of. It is something that provides excitement, progression, and a sense of life. What's ironic about change is how much we appear to hate and resist it, despite how inevitably rooted and essential it is to life. We are all afraid of the uncertainty that comes with change. We are all afraid of leaving this moment and stepping into the next. Even if this moment is not so great, it is often still better than the idea of what can change in the next. We would rather things be not so great than go through the risk and process of change. But regardless of our fear and resistance to change, it is inevitable. We must overcome our fear of it and embrace it in our lives so that we can experience its opportunity, progression and excitement. Like overcoming any type of fear, one must face change and understand it in order to come to terms with it. What's interesting about change is how we only really care to notice it when it is sudden, unforeseen and dramatic. Rather, when it is gradual, we barely notice or care about it. We assimilate it into life and enjoy the sense of forward motion that it brings to us. But what we must understand is that sometimes change occurs underneath the surface and we don't see the gradual progression. But this change is no different. It is not something to be more fearful or resistant to. The only difference is how we perceive and experience the suddenness of it. Consider a friend or a co-worker that you see every couple of days. Let's imagine they are growing their hair out from a very short length to a very long length. You see them multiple times every week, so you do not notice their hair grow because the amount each week is exceptionally minute and unnoticeable to the naked eye. You don't care about or react to this change and you easily accept the longer hair. Now imagine an old friend or family member whom you don't see too often. This person is also growing their hair out from a short length to a long length. The last time you saw this person their hair was very short. Now after a long period of time, you are seeing them and their hair is significantly longer. When you see them, the new change is jarring and you are likely to have a difficult time accepting it right away. Life changes and grows like hair, millimeter by millimeter. But when we only see the change in centimeters or meters, it shocks us and we resist it. We accuse people, systems and ideas of being fake, disingenuous or impractical. Although there are cases where this may be true, it is important that we do not jump to such conclusions as a result of our fear of change. We must understand that change is always happening and just because it appears sudden to us does not make it negative. Life is in constant flux and by resisting change we are resisting life. We must stop and consider change's essence to life. 
and not let fear get in the way of embracing and enjoying it. If you want to share Encouragementology with a friend who needs to know they're not alone in this journey of self-discovery, you can visit Encouragementology.com or anywhere you stream your content to receive this episode and all others. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for additional encouragement throughout the week. So I challenge you, stay flexible in your thinking so that you're open to accepting new ideas, shared experiences, and the benefits of an alternative perspective. Change is not always easy, but always part of the process. I know you can do it. Thank you for listening to Encouragementology with Kendall Boyson, where we find positive ways to handle some of life's challenges. Someone's through until the path was clear.